0: All right, welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. We are talking about the Raiders 37-34 overtime loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Joining me to do that here in the final (laughs) segment, of course, is my good friend Evan Grote from Just Pod Babies, also a segment producer over at sportsnot.com where you can catch my pieces. You can also catch Mo, who's a Raiders columnist. So we all have this family of of content out there. Uh, You can check out... uh, um, Evan's podcast. Excuse me. I need to put uh, Evan's podcast <laughs> anywhere you get your podcast as well. Just pod baby. Make sure you uh, get there and get hooked up. All right, Evan, I want to talk a little bit about this and then we'll talk about week 18 coming up. Um, but the defense, I see a lot of people in there uh, in the chat live going crazy about the defense. I was also engaging with people on Twitter during the game about this. Oh, the defense is garbage. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Hey, listen, the defense is not very good, but I. Do people not read the papers, and I mean online nowadays, that this they had no linebacking core? They were all out, injured, and then Chandler... So you have four top starters on your defense, which isn't very good to begin with, gone. Yeah. I didn't expect a lot of this defense. I said it earlier in the game. I said, look, they're going to have to outscore the 49ers. They almost did that. And so I don't get mad at the defense because it's sort of like, hey, if you're driving an old jalopy, no offense to the good players on the defense who will be back next year. But if you're driving an old jalopy, you're driving an old jalopy until you can afford something better. So you can complain about it. Yeah, you got the windows taped shut and there's duct tape on the back uh, brake light. But it is what it is. So I I think that's just the way it is. It's not anything different than we've seen over the last couple couple of weeks. They've gotten better in certain areas. But how do you survive four missing starters on defense?
1: Yeah, you don't. And that's what I said. I mean, you, you take an already bad defense and then you take four of their starters off the defense and now you're, you're really, you know, don't have much to work with. But I would say that, you know, the last five or six games, the defense has played better, has given, given the team an opportunity to win uh, 18 and a half points a game. They were allowing going into this week. Now you say you're going to try to defend the defense. I'm not sure. So sure. I, I would you know, do that today, but um again, I, You know, even even the 49ers defense, who was the number one defense in the NFL, gave up 34 points today. So I mean, sometimes dare you mention
0: facts, my man.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes defenses have bad performances and the Raiders defense has had a lot of them. But they've also had some some performances where the team, the offense had, you know, was given a, a decent situation like in Pittsburgh, but uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to make excuses for this defense this year. Overall, it's been poor. Uh, they need to address it in the offseason. There's no doubt about that. And, and today, you know, I thought they in, in spots, they were okay. But again, when you allow 34 points, um, yeah. it, it's tough to win football games that way. Just even if your offense is playing as well as it did um, today for the Raiders.
0: Well, and I think, Evan, I think that, y- you know, I talked a lot about Nate Hobbs during the game because he really struggled. He's not looked to be the same player since he came back from his injury. So maybe he's not a hundred percent. Again, that's not an excuse. It's just observation. Uh, and so I look at this, this defense and it's hard to figure out, I mean, outside of three guys, maybe, maybe four you could see massive turnover because Deron Harmon's been a good veteran in there. He struggled a little bit tonight at times, had an opportunity to really end the game with an interception and just made a slow step and didn't get to the ball. Uh, And and I think we're going to see a lot of turnover on that defense, which if you go back to... The decision around the quarterback position, it's to free up money. You have to look at opportunities. You, you have so many needs on that defense, for example. You also have the needs up front on offensive line. And if you want to pay Josh Jacobs, there's all kinds of reasons for it. Um, but you're going to see a lot of turnover. So I think that the, the Raider Nation out there who's frustrated with the defense, and I understand why, and frustrated with some other positions, you're going to see those addressed, but it's not going to happen now. It's not going to happen before Week 18.
1: No, it's not. It's, not, you know, there's 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 no uh they're just putting band-aids on it at this point. You know, once you get into free agency, that's where you're going to see some major changes being made and I know there's a lot of people out there that are skeptical you know, whether or not they trust this regime to be able to make those changes to upgrade the roster. Um, you know, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them, a, you know, they've only had one off season. So I, yeah. I think we, we need to be patient. Um, he Ziegler didn't even have a really a full draft last year without the first and second round pick. So I am excited to see, and I know, I know we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves here. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about the off season, but I am excited to see what, uh, they can do now with a full draft. they got a lot of draft picks ten of them to be exact who knows what they're going to get possibly in a trade for Derek Carr um, but I'm excited to see what they can do with this roster there's no doubt about it the defense at all three levels they need players they need playmakers yeah. on defense playmakers, and, exactly yeah and, and, and they need to address the offensive line and of course the quarterback is is going to be a big piece as well but um, there's work to be done and I'm excited for you know to see what what's ahead for this team.
0: Well, and you saw tonight, too. I mean, one of the most disturbing things to me, again, when you play a really good team uh, and and if you're going to go deep into the playoffs and win a championship, you have to beat really good teams like the 49ers have been. And there was no pass rush. Uh, There was no pass rush tonight because Chandler Jones wasn't there. Chandler Jones is not the be all end all at defensive end. Don't get me wrong. But he's played better over the past five weeks, which has helped. Get more pressure up the middle. It's it's just really loosened up that line. We've seen happening happen even in Raiders losses, and so without him there, and without better players on the interior, Jerry Tillery, these guys, they were playing well for a while. They didn't get much tonight, but this shows you too to the level of depth that you need in the NFL because you need playmakers outside, inside of that defensive line, and the Raiders have one in Max Crosby for sure. Chandler Jones at times, yes. On the inside, though, as well as we've seen it, and even Cleveland Farrell's had some nice plays tonight, but they're just not that step of playmaker that you need to be transformative on the defense
1: yeah I think you just brought up a great point about depth. I mean, all the good teams have it and and especially along the defensive line, you have to have guys who can rotate in and out, stay fresh, and the Raiders just do not have that right now now, to your point about Chandler Jones, I was very hard on him uh most of the season, but i you know i, I, I have to be honest he he has played well in the last few games. he's been a major difference maker from this team, and you could obviously see uh they were they were hurting without him out there and yeah. and you know, and so he was not having him out there. Definitely was was a factor in this game. Uh, You you mentioned that Max Crosby, they were able to give him much more attention than maybe they could have if Chandler Jones was out there. So uh, that was absolutely a, a major factor for this defense.
0: Yeah. And we saw a couple of things I want to call out too. Uh Josh Jacobs, obviously 69 yards on the day, which people might say, well, only 69 yards rushing over hundred. No one's had that many yards rushing against the 49ers this year. That's how good they are against the rush. But man, he was gashing. He was doing really well when they needed him to, it seems like he got banged up. He went into the locker room. It was a hip issue. So hopefully he'll be fine for next week. I'm sure he's going to play, but, but Josh Jacobs continues to press forward forcing the Raiders into a decision that they're going to have to make about paying him. Now with the move at quarterback, I think they're going to have more room to do that. If the price is too ridiculous, then I think the Raiders tap out. But, but I'll tell you what, it it, it seems as though he's taken on as, as outspoken as he's been the last couple of weeks, he's taken on a role now of maybe stepping up and being a more vocal leader in the locker room. So not only do you have the guy who's the leading rusher in the NFL, but you have a guy now who's asserting himself in that locker room. Evan, does that make him even more valuable than we thought coming into the last two weeks?
1: I think it's an interesting question, and it's something that I've been thinking a lot about this week. Um, you know, I, I've been pretty uh, open and honest on my show that you know I didn't think it was necessarily the best idea to bring him back. You know, the way he's played this season has obviously you know made made even any of the doubters out there have to second guess that now. Um, and I and I do think now that they aren't going to bring back Carr, they are going to save quite a bit of money. Um, I think it's worth kicking the tires on big time, because if you Mm -hmm. are to try to attract a quarterback like Tom Brady, there's a couple of things you're going to, that you can look at what he's dealing with right now. And that's lack of protection with the offensive line and lack of a run game. And so if you are going to try to bring him over and you say, listen, we got a running back here who led the NFL in rushing last year, take a little bit of pressure off you that's certainly something that would entice a guy like Tom Brady, I would think at his age, not having to carry an offense and throw the ball 45, 50 times a game. So I do think now I'm starting to come around a little bit more on the idea of bringing Josh Jacobs back. Now I I, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of paying top dollar for a running back who has had some injury concerns um, right. coming off a career year on a contract year, nonetheless, but um, you know, I think there's definitely something to be considered there the way he's played this season.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And it's going to be a tough one. You know, you'll have to see how it goes. But but I agree with you as far as whoever and whatever direction you go at quarterback, um, you're going to have to build you have to build up the team. You have to build up the defense. You cannot have a 20 something defense. It can't be low 20s, uh, high, you know, low 30s. It has to be. A, at least a middle of the road defense, if you're going to bring in a, a veteran quarterback. But you also need to. I still believe the Raiders where they're going to finish now. If if they if they were to lose next week, which I think they have a good chance to win, actually against that Chiefs defense. Um, if you if you if you're sitting there at five or six in the draft, which they have a possibility. They they started out at eight today, and I got to look at where they're at. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. Seven. They're, they're down seven. to seven. They're down to seven. So so next week they could very well stay at seven or they can move up to six or higher, depending what what, what happens, especially with teams sitting players next week. If they're already in the playoffs, um, then I don't see I don't think you can. I know you and I disagree a little bit. This, I don't see the Raiders passing on a quarterback if they're in that range and they can make a move, even moving up to get somebody if they really like them. But but all of the other needs that they have. You also have to look at the impact, and you touched on it. You have to look at the impact of how you improve your team and how that makes you more appealing to free agents, like especially offensive linemen. You, you, you would think, well, if you're going to bring in a veteran quarterback, even as a bridge guy, a Tom Brader, whoever it is, and you want them to come, you would think, well, you got to have an offensive lineman, but you might do it in conjunction. Say, hey, we're going to get you. We're going to get you two guys. Here's who we're talking to. Help us recruit them. We're going to sign them. We're going to go for them. Uh, and they could come want to play for Tom with Tom Brady, too, or whoever it is. So so there's all those different things that are gonna happen. And I think it's going to be tough because we only have one more week of football. And then we're going to get into the season where all the fans, all of our listeners and viewers start to just guess on what's going to happen, right? Until things start moving. And of course the Derek Carr decision, we all kind of know what's going to happen there, but that's going to happen right after the Super Bowl. It's just nice. I think for, for the Raider fans, I think these final two weeks, just to get a little glimpse of what might be coming. We don't know what's going to happen with the defense, but from an offensive standpoint, I think you're starting to see a little bit of more of how it was planned to go and operate.
1: Yeah. Listen, there's one thing that Raider fans, uh, enjoy and that's that's the off season because the, with the lack of success that you know the Raiders have had over the last you know 15 to 20 years that's really all you had to look forward to is the off season. and i don't think this this one is any different they're going to have a lot of money to spend um and again i i feel there's some excitement and i know not everyone will agree with that because there's a lot of fans out there did didn't want to see Derek Cargo but I'm excited about the future um, you know I, I know this was a very down season but I still believe in Josh McDaniels I really do and I know there's there isn't a whole lot of reason out there to believe in him but I still do I, I think he can get this thing turned around um, I think I, I believe in Ziegler and um, I'm, I'm hoping that they can prove a lot of a lot of those fans that are doubting them out there I hope they can prove them wrong
0: yeah, and and that's where they'll be. I mean, listen, you're gonna have to. He, he, Josh McDaniels, I have doubts too. But he's gonna have to prove it on the field and and going into next year. And Dave Ziegler is gonna have a great opportunity with a lot of cap space. And actually, the first move is gonna be what they do with Derek Carr. Are they able to extract and get him to approve a trade so they can get some draft capital? Before he says, well, they're not going He's not gonna do me any favor. Listen, Derek Carr, if he's guaranteed forty million dollars by going to a team, he'll do it. Um, people want to say, well, he'll get that on the open market. Not, not not, necessarily. It all depends on how things go. So so you're taking a little bit of a risk there if you're Derek Carr. Uh, but either way, they're going to have a lot of money. They're going to have the opportunity to kind of remold this roster. And who stays, who goes, um, I think we're getting a better sense of that. I think you're going to see wholesale changes on the defense. I really do. And offensively, you're going to see upgrades on the offensive line. And then again, I've advocated for trading Darren Waller. I know he had a great game tonight, but uh, with that contract and with the age, uh, if they can do something with that, I would do that as well. So I think we're going to just see a lot of change again, but I think that if it fits in with the system and we see what happens tonight with Jarrett Stidham and what they were able to do running the offense, I think as it's most, most likely meant to be run, um, that's something to be excited about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Mm -hmm. nailed it. Uh, there's a, there's a lot to look forward to. I I really do believe that even coming off a six and 10 season. Um, I think you mentioned something with Darren Waller there. That's going to be another big topic. This off season is what to do with him because that could free up and and who knows what he would bring back in return. Um, I'm sure he could get you a a decent, uh, pick and that would free up some more money. So, uh, you know, and, and then, and then the second part of that is with all this money that you have, you have to you have to bring in some good players and you have to hit on some of these players and that is something that prior to this new regime being here that has not that it just hasn't happened. You know, look at all the defensive players that that Gruden and Mayak brought in the Littletons, the Joiners, mm-hmm. th- those guys. It didn't work out. So it, there's one thing to have all that money uh, in draft picks, but then yes. you have to hit on some of these these things. So that's going to be key, and that was one of the things that plagued. Uh, the Raiders in this Derek Carr era is, is poor draft picks and, and failed free agency signing. Yes. So you hope that they can make some, some big time improvements there. And if they can, then, you know, the team can get turned around in a hurry.
0: They really can. Yeah, no, it's going to be fascinating. And of course we'll be here with you guys all along for that. Uh, Evan, before we go, make sure you tell everybody how they can check out just pod baby.
1: Yeah. Every Thursday night is when I uh, release the show um, on all the major platforms, as you know, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, you, you name it, it's on there. So, and you can also follow me on Twitter at egroat five. I'm always tweeting out links to the episodes as well <laughs> and, and keeping you up to date with everything going on with the podcast.
0: Absolutely. My friend, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Anytime. All right. There you go. Evan Grote from just pod, baby. Appreciate you Being with us tonight, this has been Silver and Black Today an Odyssey Original Podcast. We appreciate it. Hey, listen, I know it was a loss, Raider Nation, but I think everybody saw the possibility and and what things can be done. I know it's hard for those of you who are really big fans of Derek Carr. It was a rough week. Uh, The change, how it was handled, some of you will never be happy with that. But the team has to move forward. We're moving forward here on the show. We're not here to bash people. We're not here... To do that, but Jared Stidham in his first game really did an impressive job. Didn't result in a win, uh, so you have to always have that little ca- caveat there. But it'll be exciting moving forward as well. And we'll be we'll, excuse me, we will be here with you through all of it as well. Uh, we will be with you on Tuesday, Momoton and I will be back for our regular Tuesday show where we'll uh, put our kind of capping on this and talk about the Jared Stidham performance. Talk about what it means for the Raiders moving forward as well. Uh, And then, of course, our Wednesday mailbag show and our Thursday show will preview the Chiefs game as the Raiders prepare for Week 18, the final week of what has been another difficult season, uh, but an exciting offseason ahead as the Raiders organization is changing. And for the first time in nine years, they will have a new starting quarterback. Who that is, we do not know but certainly it's going to uh, shape the franchise for years to come and so there's a lot at stake and i know you all be there for it as well. Do us a favor, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. It uh, doesn't matter if you're on Apple, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on Spotify, do us a favor, even if you're watching us on video and that's where you usually catch the show, make sure you subscribe to the audio too. put on the auto download that helps us out significantly. So Mo and I uh, get our, our, our credit for doing this as well. We're number three in the entire Odyssey network when it comes to NFL podcasts. Only the Eagles and Cowboys podcast is ahead of us. So that is what it is. We keep trying to beat them. And so you guys keep doing that. And I want to wish you all a happy 2023 and to thank you. And I know Mo will do this on Tuesday, but since we're on New Year's Day, I want to thank all of you on YouTube, no matter where you're watching us or listening to us, our listeners. I want to thank you guys for everything you've done for us. Without you, we are not here. Your support has been amazing. We could not even imagine the growth that we've seen this past year, since July coming over to Odyssey. It's been massive, it's been humbling, and we appreciate it. It's all because of you, Raider Nation. So thank you so much for being with us. Uh, until next time, have a great week, everybody. Enjoy the games tomorrow. Of course, if you have tomorrow off, I'm back to work tomorrow, but if you're off, enjoy that last day of the holidays, and we hope you had a wonderful holidays with your family, friends, and loved ones. For Mo Moten, for Murph from uh, Raiders uh, Fan Radio for Evan Grote. I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast. Take care, everybody.